Welcome to Manifesting 101, the podcast. I'm Kimberly Fitton, everyone's favorite mind shift mentor, shifting your life, your mindset in the big five areas of your life, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, financially, mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, financially. Yeah, for some reason I thought I left out physically, but (laughs) I didn't. (laughs) I'm not perfect. I'm just in process. Anyway, really happy to be with you all. Um, one day later, I know that the goal is to get there every Friday, you guys. I want to let you know that I had to sleep in. I had to sleep in and I had to go to bed because um, I went to bed late. Um, so it was my fault. I wasn't being disciplined. Um, I stayed up a little longer than I should have. And then really what it was is I took two Benadryls because I was like feeling some things um and it works but baby how many of you know that I should have just really took one so that I could be cognizant and not take forever to um get up for work on the next day so anyway y'all y'all always know it's gonna be a story about a story about a story about a story it's a podcast podcast offer stories and information so anyway um you can find out more about me at kimberlyfitten.com you can send me emails if you have any questions at info at kimberlyfitten.com notice you're not trying to get me to answer mentor mentee questions it's just some basic questions right if it's your first time listening welcome to this space thank you for sharing this space with me um and you can find out um all the free stuff um you can go and download the tools at kimberlyfitten.com those are free if you look under you click the tool uh tab and then you have that reset toolkit that's free youtube free um a lot of like manifesting basics free there's so much free information i'm out here and you can listen to seasons one two and three and get caught up um or just start right here that's perfectly fine wherever you are in this universe i'm really grateful that you're sharing space with me i just got done with probably the best um group okay not the best but it was just not the best i've ever had it was just really the best this morning how about that the group of women that met and it's really for everybody right so it's not just gender specific um but it was it was filled with such light and love and so shout out to Zuma and Concietta and um Maria and Julia and Bridget and um Nichelle and then I gotta shout out all of my um groupers Tamara um Ozelia Oh my god there's so many that come in from time to time but that's saturday um every first saturday of the month we meet at 10 a.m eastern standard time and that group mentorship they got some gems this morning there i'm always drop dropping gems um but it's a place to build community and just to like hold each other um in a space you know in a space to hold each other in high regard and just build each other up and it's just really great. And so this morning session left me buzzing. Um, but I want to, and I want to make sure that I have this correct. So shout out to Aaron because today's, um, topic is going to about to be about intimacy and how to like pray effectively for the will of the divine to happen. 
Um, but before that, we need to give 17 seconds of gratitude. Y'all already know. So I would just love to give my 17 seconds of thanks giving just for allowing me to be there, allowing us to be there. How about that? And this is what I mean by there. I got a call. Um, this always happens actually. And I'll pick up my phone. Sometimes I won't, <laughs> but normally I'll pick up my phone. And so I, uh, when, when it rings, um, but there are some times where I don't, right? And if I'm in my prayer time, I really don't. Well, my phone rang and I was in my prayer time. And I'm glad that I did because I was there when I needed to be there, available to be there for someone who needed me um, and needed the God in me. And I've had many accomplishments in life, but what I'm most thankful for and what I'm most thankful for is the ability to be there. The ability to be there for people who might find it hard to hang on, who might need encouragement, who want some laughter, who want to be reassured, affirmed, someone just to listen. You guys, there's a blessing in being there. And the reason why I'm really, really thankful for being there is there were moments where no one was there but the Lord. And I craved for someone to pick up the phone, someone to call. Well, I just run across someone's mind. Like, please, I'm barely hanging on. And I would say that I don't know how I made it through those moments, but we all know that's not true. Um, I was carried through, shepherded and covered with the rod and staff and grateful for that because I'm able to be there. Now, there's a name of the Lord called um, Jehovah Shama, and Shama is Hebrew for the Lord is there, like a location. Don't forget, guys, that Genesis 1 and 26 says we are the there of the Lord. Woo! That felt good. You and I are the there of the Lord because we carry his spirit, his breath, his word everywhere that we go. We are his there. So everyone you come across is experiencing the Shema in you, Jehovah Shema in you. And as always, we, we give thanks for more than 17 seconds because when you get on a gratitude kick, you start to think about the there and, uh, everything else. And it, it starts feeling real, 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 real good. Um, it's time to transition into the topic for today. Again, brought to us by Aaron. Aaron, I'm going to say last name, Madsen. Hey, hey, Aaron asked a terrific question, a terrific question. Um, and it's about how to be more intimate with the Lord in prayer time. And so I'm super excited because there's a technique 
that I'm going to give you guys today. And um, I'm going to start it with the truth. I'm going to put a pause though, because I'm asking you if you are one of the 30,000 people, we hit 30K this week. 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 30,000, over 30,000 listens, over 30,000 plays, over 30,000 y'all. That's nuts. That's nuts. 200 would be nuts to me. 50 would be nuts to me. I'm so happy to be sharing space. So if you're one of the people that have done 30,000 plus plays, consider leaving a review on Spotify or on Apple. Like, you know, reviews help spread the message. Just, just putting that out there. All right. So if you ask me what my secret sauce is, I will tell you that it is my relationship with the Lord and allowing his spirit to move and flow through me. And I refuse to touch his glory, refuse to take credit for anything that flows through me. And I'm happy to be a co-laborer with the divine. I understand that God is only limited by the fact that he doesn't have a body in the earth. Like God can't operate in the earth without us. That's how it goes. Who has two thumbs and is powerful to disagree is you argue with your mama not me you can stop listening if you disagree you're powerful to do so um god is limited by only two things his word and the fact that he doesn't have a body in the earth his word has to come to pass if he says it which is why what we speak always manifest <laughs> get it get it rock and rama and um, he needs us. Yeah, I said it. He needs us to come into consciousness so that he can operate in the earth. So when I came into consciousness, I begin to pray. And, um, there are several things that, that heighten my success. So prayer was where it started out with, which was Aaron's question on how to become more intimate with the Lord um, because it's so easy to be distracted. First of all, this is why I say, you guys, I love it when you hit me up with questions because you're not the only one asking. So don't be afraid to do that. When I first started praying, um, it was like chewing peanut butter. It was, it's tedious. It started out as tedious. I would have ADD, like it would be like, you know, attention span, the, of a gnat, you know, like, um, pretty bird, pretty bird, you know, I'd be washing dishes and praying and then move and start cleaning and think about, dang, why can't I just sit still? So I would sit on the couch and begin to pray. And then I would think about, well, did you turn off the oven? Did you leave this in the car? And then before I know it, I'm doing something else and I'm not praying anymore. And I felt like really guilty about it until I learned a couple things. So are you ready? This is goes out to Aaron and will help hopefully um, assist you guys, all of you guys that may be having the same question. And again, I just want to honor you, Aaron, for asking. And I also just wanted to say your name. So like, shout out to you. Aaron, super dope. Super dope listener. Shout out to you. Okay. So I've done my, I've done my kudos to everybody, right? So here's the key. When I first started praying, um, two things that could get me to fall asleep fast is prayer and reading my Bible. If I would sit and read it, um, it was the countdown to when I would be in a narcoleptic state of sleep. Um, if I'm reading the Bible, I'm falling asleep. If I'm praying, I'm falling asleep. 
And so there was no excitement in it because I thought that I had to pray a certain way and I thought I had to read the Bible a certain way. So I would, when I first started reading the Bible, I would like flip the Bible three times because I thought, okay, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, it'll land where I want to, where he wants me to read. You guys, it's okay to laugh. It was just the pressure of not trusting myself enough to know where to start and not trusting the fact that I heard from God, right? Um... So I had to grow in that relationship prayer. I would just be like, dang, I'm running out of words to say, and I don't feel like they're effective. And so when I prayed, I'd start by repenting for my sins and I would bring up sins from like my childhood, you know, like things I'd already asked for repentance for, because in my mind, I was limited concerning who God was. And I didn't receive the fact that he didn't hold my sins against me and didn't remember them, right? The Bible talks about his memory concerning sin. He's so forgiving. Um, he remembers it no more. It's in cast in the sea of forgiveness or forgetfulness to um, remember no more. But because everyone else in my life that loved me remembered my wrongdoings and brought it up on a consistent basis, I thought that God was like them because how else do people who love you act, right? Um... And so that would be a complete waste of prayer because I would end up feeling bad because I'm like, man, why would you even answer my prayer for someone who's done all of this crap? And then I remember the book that I bought that, um, actually, no, correction, I did not buy it. It's free. The book that I was given that changed my whole life concerning prayer and concerning God's viewpoint to me. And Dave Robeson passed, um, he transitioned this week. He wrote the most powerful book, The Walk of the Spirit, The Way of Power. And that book changed my life. He is an example of how his journey, how our journeys can inspire people will never meet, but that will be impacted by our work. Dave Robeson worked miracles. He dared to be weird and believe. And it's um, one of the reasons why his work was so impactful and his journey was so impactful and why I walk the walk that I walk now um, and operate in the ministry I operate in. But in this book, he talked about the power of living life in the spirit. And he did this thing where he would pray in tongues for hours and hours and hours. Now I know that we're about to hit a legalistic and religious moment. And so I want to remind you that you're powerful to disagree. You do not have to do what I'm saying. I'm not trying to convert or convince. I don't care. I'm just sharing with you um, my process and what I believe. Okay. Um, People believe that praying in tongues or praying in the spirit is something that is antiquated and only meant for a certain time and no one does anymore. And if you look at the Bible, it's not absolute. First of all, that's absolutely incorrect. And it is whatever, right? But per your revelation, believe what you want. So Dave would pray in tongues for hours and he did this for like months and saw nothing happen. His mouth got dry. His... Um, he was finding it hard to concentrate, you know, he would just do it because that's what he was dedicated to do. Um, about three months into it, um, he got invited to this Bible study 
And he was super excited to go because he had quit his full-time job. And instead of working at his job, the hours that eight hours he would have been at work, he decided to spend eight hours in prayer. Now, I know what you guys are saying. Um, there are either two reactions to this. You're either going to be super excited about it or you're going to be like, eight hours of prayer? You guys to be kidding me. My mouth will be dry. That's just too much. So I remember when I first heard about it, it was because there was this lady who was praying, who who heard, who read the book and wanted to do what he did. So um, she was doing it. Now, she didn't quit her job. She was just in every able moment was praying in the spirit. And I heard this from my cousin, my sister cousin. And I said, Ooh, that's what I want. That's what I want right there. Um, and then the other people in the room that were hearing the same story was like, no, thank you. God can get this good 30 minute prayer. I know he can move. And they were right, right? Our paths are different. So Dave um, was praying, um, and taking breaks when he would normally take breaks while he was at work. But after he got done with the hour lunch, we go back to prayer. And so this lady asked him if he wanted to come to Bible study. And he did that while he was at the Bible study. Um, he looked at this lady who had a cane and her leg was visibly short, like it's like tremendously shorter than the other one leg was shorter than the other. And he said, as he looked at her, he saw this like x-ray where he could see the problem in her hip. And he was like, he'd never seen anything like that in his life. And he was like, oh my God, what do you want me to do with this Lord? Like, do you want me to heal her? I don't want to be a disruption to this Bible study. And he was so funny. He said, the Lord was like, I'm not paying attention because this is dry. So don't worry about it. Go ahead and pray for her. So he asked the lady, can I pray for you? And she said, yes. And he had worked up this um, idea to have this big, long, extensive prayer, right? Where it would be super dramatic. And he was like, Father, in the name of Jesus. And he said, at that point, you heard, you could hear a popping. So much so that the Bible study stopped and the lady's leg grew in front of everyone. In front of everyone's eyes. Three months of praying in tongues led to a healing. Now ask yourself, when's the last time you saw a healing happen? Okay, so I'm, I'm getting there, guys, right? Um, my desire when I first started praying in the spirit was to see miracle signs and wonders and, and have them come through me. So I decided to live a life of consecration. This is my path, right? So I don't watch TV, secular TV throughout the week. I don't listen to secular music throughout the week. Um, I pray, I worship, I read the scriptures, I meditate on the Lord and I take communion daily. Now, for some of you, you might be saying that's super extreme. And then I would like to point out to you that that is correct. That is extreme. And then this is why my life looks the way it looks. This is why my life had a drastic turnaround in such a short amount of time. This is why even I look younger than I am. I'm 43. But if you look at my pictures, I do not look 43. If you look at my lives, I do not look 43. But I want to tell you, this is what 43 looks like. This is what a consecrated life looks like. You don't even have to take my word for it. I can show you the, the faces of those I do ministry with that believe the same thing I believe and we work together in ministry. They also are aging backwards. <laughs> they also have the Benjamin Button effect um, to look younger. Um, they are thriving in business because I started to receive strategies. Um, I have experienced healings um, that have come through my hands through the glory of the Lord, right? 
Um, and then even all of that is not why I pray anymore. The reason I pray now is because of the level of intimacy I gain and how I've come to know the Lord and his heart for me, how I've come to know love and love's heart for me, how I've come to know his will, his passion, his joy for me. So when I first started praying um, in the spirit, it took forever. It felt like time was being stretched. I was aiming. This is what I did. I prayed for five minutes every day in the spirit for a week. I would do five minutes in the spirit and then the rest in English. The five minutes stretched out so long. And I remember asking Holy Spirit, why? Why? And I was given the insight that when I pray in the spirit, I'm, I'm not bound by time because God's not bound by time. So I'm literally able to stretch the confines of time to get the answer that I need. What I found was that when I would pray in the spirit, those five minutes in tongue, and then pray in the spirit in English afterwards, I was given eloquent words to say. It was fluid. I didn't have to think about what to say because I was receiving the translation of what I was praying in the spirit. Praying in the spirit is God praying the most perfect prayer for me, through me. And that took the pressure away from having the right words. I then moved the next week to praying in in the spirit for 10 minutes, 10 minutes in tongues, the rest of the time in English. The next week, 15 minutes, 15 minutes in tongues, the rest in English. 30 minutes. I did this until I built up to an hour. All of those times from the 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60. Up until that 60 minutes, my attention span would be all over the place. Why? And I felt guilty about it until I learned that what seems like that you know, attention span, short attention span is really just getting all the things, Holy Spirit, getting all the things out of the way so that I can begin to like hear the Lord. So now when I pray, I let my mind wander, but I continue to pray in the spirit. The reason why I'm able to do both is I'm not praying. The Lord is praying the most perfect prayer through me. I understand that by sharing this, some of you guys will be like, I'm gonna check out and that's okay because I would be a liar if I, if I said to you, the reason why I get what I get is because of my, um, I manifest is because of what I decree and declare. That would be only a partial truth. I know what to decree and declare because I pray. If you believe in the law of attraction, again, I say, this is not law of attraction, but law of attraction does work. It does. What I'm talking about is you is universal laws based on biblical principles before the law of attraction there was the word and that existed and it is very real so when the believer 
decrees, it's with more power. And the law of attraction takes more work. Now, I would love to pat myself on the back and say that I that I don't subscribe to the law of attraction because um, life in the spirit um, is better, you know, is more noble. But really, honestly, guys, I'm about working smarter and not harder. Law of attraction takes more work and more elbow grease. Baby, this um, this spirit, this living life in the spirit makes it easier for me. That's all I'm saying. So I just want to make sure I'm very upfront with you guys. So um, what I would find is that I was able to clear out my emotions in that hour of praying in the spirit, in the five minutes of praying in the spirit, in the 15 minutes of praying in the spirit. When I'm feeling depressed, when I'm feeling overwhelmed, when I'm feeling stressed out, when I'm feeling anxious, I begin to pray in the spirit. Now, I do want to say this battling depression yes prayer works yes the word works yes therapy works and yes medication works so there's that it doesn't make me any less of a believer do i take medication for any of that i absolutely do not um you find it hard pressed for me to take medication for anything honestly i don't like putting that stuff in my body but because i don't like putting that stuff in my body and i'm not shaming anybody else that means i have to pray to save my mind that's how I do it. So I want to give a disclaimer. I'm not telling anybody to stop taking their meds. I'm not telling anybody to stop seeing their therapist because I believe in a therapist. You guys already know therapy, a comfy couch ain't never hurt no one. And God has inspired people and gifted people to be people who manage the comfy couch to help us in deliverance. So we're not doing legalistic and religious thinking about that. I want to just go on record for saying that. I'm not giving you medical advice. I'm not telling you not nothing. I'm talking about myself and what I've done. So because I don't like to take medication, I pray and forgive me for the emotion that I'm about to have in this moment. When I tell you I pray, I pray to save my life. My depression has been debilitating from time to time. Anxiety has felt like I'm having a heart attack from time to time. If I never experienced the deliverance through prayer, I wouldn't do it. But I know would have saved my life. I remember one time I made an Instagram reel that talked about my battle with depression. It's actually still on um, Instagram, my, my, um, my grid. And I remember someone made a comment about like, Jesus didn't, God didn't save you. And I was going to go like comment back to them. And then I decided, why would I do that? Why would I do that when I know it's worked for me? I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. So, um, I just needed to like, it's just literally, I know that it has saved my life. It has given me insight and it allowed me praying, allow me correction, praying without praying from a lens that has nothing to do with shame and guilt and a less than has changed my life. I don't pray to God as if he is above me and I am below. I pray as one connected to the vine. I pray as God to God. I don't pray things or even come into agreement with worship songs that say, who are you that you are mindful of me? I'm so low. 
how could you even decide to love someone like me, a wretch like me? Because God created me out of his image. So why would he ever look at himself as a wretch? As disgusting, as ugly? No. I don't care what anybody says. God is not looking at us like, and they should be lucky that I love them. And they should be lucky that I even hear their prayer. Because he sees himself when he sees us. And when we get that, we'll be better for it. So here's how I learned to pray in my style that's fit for me. So another disclaimer is I'm sharing with you a little insight into my relationship with the Lord. But baby, that's going to pale in comparison to the relationship he has with you. Because you're super amazing, special, and necessary. And his love language and your love language is something that no one has ever heard before. It's strictly between you guys. I'm just sharing, right? So whatever resonates with you, cool. You know, chew the meat, spit out the bones. Don't throw the baby away with the bathwater. Take what you need. Leave what you don't, right? So I would find that in my first hour of prayer whether in English or in tongue. So if you don't have your heavenly language, I don't want you to feel um, bad about it. It's a gift. The gift of tongues, you can read in the Bible and get that book, The Walk of the Spirit, The Way of Power. It's really, it's you can download it for free. Type in Dave Robeson, um, dot com and it's free for to be downloaded. It was it used to be sold a long time ago, and then he was like, the Lord told him, don't charge people for this information. Let it be free for everyone. So if you go... Um, on Amazon and you see and you really want it as a book cool but you can just download the PDF print it off and make a book put it in a folder you know print off the copies put it in a folder but anyway what I found is that within that first hour my style whether it's praying in the spirit or praying in in English again don't feel guilt or shame the gift is free receive it believe it I'll do another episode about that because I feel myself going down a, a, you know, an endless tunnel. But um, I clean. I clean the house. I organize. And what I found was, okay, so this is just, this happened not too long ago. When I'm about to sink into depression, one of the key indicators for me is my house starts to become, um, messy in the secret places so if you come over to my house it's going to look clean on the surface and then there are things that need to be done in order for a house to really be clean um my clothing room clothes were all over the place and it was dark and you know like then it started to bleed into my master bedroom i don't change my clothes in my master bedroom um i do it in the clothing room right but i hadn't picked up i hadn't organized and so I saw clothes begin to be laid on my floor. You know, I, I began to leave clothes on the floor in my master bedroom. And I remember leaving for work one day and um, I heard, how long are you going to do this? Because you know what's, what's getting ready to happen. Look at what, look at the signs. And I cried on my way to work um, because I just was like, well, help me because I feel myself sinking. And so, um, one Sunday morning I woke up like at six and I normally like to sleep in on Sundays. So I guess 6am was sleeping in for me. Um, and I really felt the Lord like spend some time with me. And this is what he said. 
why don't you pick out your clothes for the week? And I said to myself immediately, great, it's just five days, Kim. Go pick out the clothes, do it now. On a normal time, I would have said, get up and clean. But that cleaning would have been so daunting of a task that I would have not gotten up out of the bed. Um, and I can't explain the connection of why that is connected to my depression. I can't. Um, but the Lord was like, pick out the outfit. So I began to pick out the outfits and I picked out one outfit and was like, oh, in order to see what clothes I want, I need to go ahead and fold up the pants. So I folded up all, all my pants that were out, put away, picked out the pants that I wanted to wear. Turns out there weren't many. (laughs) Then I said, okay, well, let me look at the blouses. But in order to look at the blouses, I need to really clean up all the blouses that are out. I hung up the blouses, hung up the pants. Okay, I need to get the sweatshirts together because what if I want to wear those? And when I turned around, my wardrobe room, clothing room was clean, completely clean. While I was doing this, I was praying in the spirit. And one of the side, one of the benefits of it is organization. Your mind is being organized when you pray. time-rich ideas come out when you pray. My clothes were out for the week. My house was completely clean. When I began to pray in the spirit, I began to vacuum and dust and clean things. Scrubbed, empty garbage, did all the things like clean, clean for real clean. And then I began to have thoughts about organization. And so I pulled out my planner and I organized my week. Now, listen, I rarely do that. I have digital calendars. There's some things that get forgotten. And the Lord was able to speak to me about intentions. And after I got through praying, this was three hours, praying and cleaning. The last thing I did was pray in English. When I got done, I felt so much better. And I felt what was once creeping up on me was no longer there because my mind was regulated. And this is why I pray. One of the reasons, many reasons why I pray is because one of the promises of God is to be a mind regulator. Let this mind be in me, which is also in Christ Jesus, a regulated mind, a sound mind. I have not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Well, I needed those things. Those things come by prayer. So I have learned to pray by giving it an hour, whether in English or whether in the spirit. And for my beginner, beginning prayer people, start with five minutes, especially those that like, and this is to address the question that triggered this um, podcast um, topic. Five minutes a day is amazing. To us, it's only five minutes. But remember, time is being stretched in eternity. Time doesn't exist for the spirit man. I'm not, you don't have to look at it as just like a spiritual thing. Einstein talked about the concept of time being man-made, not real. With that, time being stretched, you can ask whatever you will and know 
in his name it will be done. So start praying for five minutes. And for those of us who don't know what to say, don't have our heavenly language, consider praying like this. And so here's the activation. Beginning with thanks and see where it goes. So this isn't practice. I'm just going to show you. We're going to take five minutes. So Lord, I thank you for my life. I thank you for all of the things that you are doing that I that are seen and unseen that I know and don't know. Thank you for the moments of contrast. Thank you for allowing me to have a fresh start each day. Thank you for letting me see the fresh start in each day. Thank you for the ability to see and to hear. Thank you that you have been so consistent to me. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your kindness. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you that you hold no record of wrong. And I'm going to be honest with you. I do not understand your ways. I don't know how to forgive like you. I don't know how to understand the way you do. I don't know how to love the way that you do. I don't know how to have faith the way that you do. And be honest with you again, my faith is a little shaken and I thank you for restoring my faith. I thank you that each day I have the ability to see you for who you really are. I thank you that I have the ability to know you in a different way, to know you as you really are. I thank you for the ability to laugh and to cry. I thank you for the ability to have an exchange with you because what I know of your word, and I don't know it all, I know that you said you would give me beauty for ashes, that you would give me joy for my sorrow, that you would give dancing for mourning. And you also said that you aren't a liar. And so I thank you for that, that many have let me down, but that you have never let me down. And for the ways um, that you haven't answered my prayers or that I don't see the answer. I know that you're not a liar and I know you're coming through for me. And I thank you for that. I thank you that you are sovereign. I thank you that I don't need to be validated by anyone or anything but you. I thank you that you are kind and consistent. I mean, you're really kind. You're super, super kind. I could think of a thousand ways where you've been kind to me and I just want to thank you for that. I want to thank you as being a kind and loving God because when I thank you for being a kind and loving God, you show up as more of a kind and loving God. I thank you for your love and for your mercy, your love and your mercy that chase after me, your goodness and your mercy that chase after me all the days of my life and I'm able to dwell in your love and on the days and the moments that I don't see your love and your goodness and your mercy that you will be God and show up as goodness, love, and mercy because you cannot show up as anything less than your word. And you said, this is what you are. You said, this is a confidence that we would have in you, that you would be who you said you would be. Thank you that you're not a liar. Thank you that heaven and earth will pass away before your word will ever not come to pass. Your word has to come to pass. And so I remember your promises, even though my heart is broken sometimes that the promises I haven't seen come to pass. I know that you are a God that will not fail. And my problems do not determine whether you will stop being God or not. My problems are not big, too big for you. You are bigger than the problem. You. So I exalt you right now. I exalt you bigger than any problem, any circumstance, my inconsistency, my imposter syndrome. I make you bigger than what I can see, what I can feel, what I can hear. I I make you bigger. And if I make you bigger, then that means I'm making you inside of me, the God inside of me bigger. Thank you for increasing me. And as I extol you, that you extol me, I thank you so much for the ways that you are making. I thank you that you're a God of surprise. 
that you love to lavish me with good gifts. It is the master's good pleasure to give me the desires of my heart. And I'm trying, I'm trying to desire only what you desire. And I, I think, I believe that I'm only desiring what you want for my life, like your perfect will. But if that is skewed in any way, if that is skewed in any way, feel free to replace it with the truth. Allow your spirit, the great illuminator of truth, to illuminate the truth of what it is that you want from me. My highest good, illuminate that. Change my thoughts change my ways search me oh god know my heart search me oh god know my ways see if there be any wicked way in my thoughts in with me and lead me to the path everlasting draw me closer i want to know you i want to breathe you i want to know you i want to breathe you i want to depend on you my very life force is connected to you Show me, show me the real me and allow your rivers of living water to flow out of my belly, creating, making me a mobile irrigation system to where I can cause growth in even the driest places. I can cause vegetation in places that can be, that are seem, that seem unin, uninhabitable. Thank you that you are the miracle worker and because I am you, I work miracles. Let me see the miracles in each and every day. Let me see you. Let me know you. Let me love you. Let me thrive. Let me love myself. Let me love myself as I love you. Let me love myself as I love you. And I allow you to love me that I love myself even more. I allow you to love me. I receive your love. I receive your goodness. I receive your mercy. I receive your kindness. I receive your joy. I receive your favor. I receive your blessings. I receive your abundance. I receive my inheritance. I receive every title that you've given me that before now, I... I thought I wasn't good enough to receive. I thank you. In Jesus name, amen. Now that's the activation. You can listen to that and hear it and go for it. That's in English. For those of you that have your heavenly language, just let it flow. You just let it flow. And even if you sound like you're um, saying mama, say mama, sa mama, kusa, that is the greatest activation of faith. Because what you're saying is even though I sound like um, I'm, saying gibberish you take this gibberish and you make it what it needs to be i'm not even gonna worry about it and i'm not gonna struggle with being embarrassed because it's just me and you right and before before long it ends up sounding a little like kimberly can you do it without just on a whim like that it's not a whim because i'm always god god's always within me i don't second guess it. i just open my mouth and let it flow and what you will find is it starts out a little tricky. I'm going to be honest with you. I was in my head when I first started praying in, in tongues for real. I'm worried that I was being sacrilegious, worried that it was just me and not really the Lord. And it was a little choppy at first. <laughs> and then one day it turned into the most beautiful language where I was like, oh my gosh, this is real. And then I began to see clearer in the spirit i begin to get plans for businesses i begin to get solutions i begin to operate in wisdom i begin to see like some really really different stuff and that's for another episode um for those of you who are like kim i cannot flow and and pray like you pray that was really cool it was great to listen to but i don't know great and there's also this thing called the prophetic alchemy of the lord's prayer say the lord's prayer 20 times and you can thank me later because what you're doing is saying, whatever is on in heaven, let it be in earth on me in me today. Um, our Father, 
You claim God as father, which means you are accepting the fact that you are a king. You are accepting the fact that may be a little too deep. So let's break it down. You are accepting the fact that you are a son. You are accepting the fact that your divine inheritance is yours. So you're calling him father, which means you take the position of his child. And if God is king, that makes you what? Ah, yeah. Abba, Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. What you've just prayed is, if you need me, you got a body. So work through me. Create through me. Work the miracle through me. Give me this day. My daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead me not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Be thou exalted. Don't say amen. Say it again. Ooh, that rhymed. Ooh, 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 ooh. I could do a whole activation on that. But if you remember the 15 by 15, um, one of the days of meditation, I talked about how the Lord's Prayer is a meditation, and it is. So what you're saying is, I honor you as my father and whatever is in heaven is in earth. You have a body. It can come through me. Your kingdom come. Your will be done. Your will, your way in my life. Nothing in this day can happen. That's not your will and not your way. Give me this day, my daily bread. God fed the children of Israel manna out of heaven. Like it was the most amazing thing. It disappeared at night. Like that, that word, the word that will sustain you for the day, the directions for the day, give me my daily portion. All that I need, all that I need is provided in this day. Help me to have a forgiving heart. That way I don't create an uneven exchange where I'm receiving all of your forgiveness and goodness and can't give it out. Don't lead me into temptation, Lord. Give me, you said at the same moment, the Holy Spirit would tell me what to do and what to say and protect me and shield me from danger. I'm going to need that today. I don't want to lean to my own understanding. So deliver me from evil. And by the way, yours is the kingdom. Yours is the power forever and ever. Be now exalted in my life. Be established in my life, Abba Father, who art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. I honor your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give me this day my daily bread and forgive my trespasses as I forgive those who trespass against me. Lead me not into temptation, but deliver me from evil. For thou is a kingdom, the power, the glory forever and ever, forever and ever. Be established in my life, your will, Abba Father. Do you see? You say it over and over and over and over again. I promise you. That's enough. You don't know what to say. That's enough. You guys, it's been my joy. It's been my honor. It's been my pleasure. I don't feel comfortable putting the cash app in right now because like, I just don't. I just really want you. I just, I just don't. If it's been a blessing, you be a blessing. Share it with somebody. If you have any questions about this, I understand there could be tons of questions. Shoot me an email. We do not charge for the gospel of Jesus Christ. Being intimate with the Lord is super cool. Don't feel any pressure about it. Start with five minutes a day. And as you progress, five minutes in the morning, five minutes at night. And you know, a prayer is, Lord, I bless your holy name. Thank you. That can be a prayer in the middle of the day. Be free with it. Don't feel the pressure with it. Like, it's just like going on a date. You want to do it because you have to. You want to do it because you want to. I don't have to pray. I want to pray. I don't, God is not all I have. God is all I want. Get it? Get it? I love you guys. Have an amazing, amazing weekend. Have an amazing week.